Today I want to speak about the virtue of going out on your shield. And if you haven't heard of that term before, it's from the Spartans at Thermopylae, as popularized by the movie 300, where the wife of Leonidas says, come back with your shield or on it, meaning either you fought till the end with your shield and you can bring it back, uh, or you died and you're coming back on your shield. And this, when it comes to the metaphor uh, applicable to life, especially to men, is about dealing with failure. What does it mean to go for broke? What does it mean to die in a hail of bullets? Obviously, for most of us, we're not actually dealing with life and death situations, but metaphorically, and how it relates to male self-esteem and accomplishment and success in life, uh, comes down to this virtue of being willing to fail hard. This willingness to fail is something that I think many men in the modern era are lacking, and it's a critical virtue that I think holds a lot of guys back from the development of their character, from their success in life, for their success in intimate relationships. And actually, this came up, this, this phrase came up for me recently because um, the last couple of months I've been falling in love with this incredible woman and you know I've been fortunate to have some great relationships and connect with some great women, but I'm really head over heels with her and it's the first time in my life I really feel I've uh, met my match. And because of that, as you would expect with this scarcity, with this uh, oneness, this, how special I feel she is, it's brought up insecurities in me, like feelings that I think many people can relate to of like, oh, what if I disappoint her? What if I'm not good enough? What if I don't live up to who she wants to be with, right? Normal emotions, fears of failure. And she and I, given that this is a new relationship, have been speaking about our relationship patterns. And she was saying that she, this thing she's done with many of her past partners, and I've heard many of my female friends and many women have a similar uh, pattern where they make things easy on their boyfriend, husband, partner, the guy they're with. They um, don't tell him the truth when they have a harsh criticism. Um, they kind of coddle his ego um, because many women, and this is conditioned into many women when they're young, uh, they recognize that men have these sense of egos and um, they're quick to react poorly or if, if, they, if they, their ego gets bruised, they end up uh, responding with disconnection, which feels bad to women, of course. There's probably other forces at play that have made this a cultural phenomenon. You can think of participation trophies and other elements of uh, coddling culture. But I think you know where this has been most damaging is with male self-esteem because you have all these young men, and sometimes adult men, sometimes men who are not considered young anymore, who have now been raised with this idea that they can find ways to avoid failure. They can avoid. They can. They play little league and learn that. They didn't actually lose. They still got a trophy for participating. They uh, don't have to face the facts that their wife or girlfriend is disappointed in them about some little thing they did. In fact, they find out five years later when she's filing for divorce that uh, they actually disappointed her many times over the relationship. But both the woman and them and maybe society has gone into this norm that you don't let people fail. You don't let people face the hard facts that they're at the bottom of the chain or that they are in fact the loser of a certain situation in life. And while arguably this is not good for the self-esteem or the sense of competency for most people, in fact most people uh, claim this is why millennials are soft, I, I would argue, I mean that's true, but it's particularly damaging to men. It's particularly damaging to anyone who's considered themselves to be masculine, meaning that they, their behavior and their mood and their personality is largely driven by their androgen system, by testosterone. Because the androgen system, which processes testosterone, uh, responds to 
challenge. Everything we consider masculine relates to testosterone, and if there's any function of testosterone, any overall function of testosterone, uh, that it gives the the holder of it, the bearer of it. Um, when testosterone is in your bloodstream, it gives you the ability and willingness to take on challenges. So for a masculine individual whose behavior and mood and well-being is largely dependent on the androgen hormone, on testosterone, anything that robs you of the experience, the win or lose, is actually depressing your nervous system. I would argue why there's this crisis in young men where uh, grades are dropping, where self-esteem is dropping. The world is changing in, in many positive ways with technology and um, gender equality and you see a lot of women being able to rise up in positions they haven't been able to in the past and earn their own income and all that's great. I'm not against that. But unlike in pre-agricultural society, the role of testosterone, the role of males is not apparent all the time. Like most of us don't have to go hunt our food. Most of us in the first world don't have to pick up a weapon and defend our homeland. Um, so the, the requirements of testosterone aren't there. But that doesn't mean, even though we've society, I should say, has evolved, first world society has evolved in many ways to not need these functions of this stuff. This primal need within the individual, within an individual man, within a person with androgen receptors uh, in, in the nervous system who largely runs on testosterone, if you don't have these challenges, these opportunities to win or lose, even if they're not life or death, even if they're things you choose on your own, struggles you choose on your own, if you don't have that opportunity, a huge part of what makes up your well-being is now functionless, is depressed. And I would argue this is why you see a lot of misplaced rage and misplaced uh, expression of testosterone and, and nonsensical uh, anger where there's uh, physical violence or just being mean to each other via social media comments. This is probably true for all people, but I'd say specifically for men. If you are not putting yourself in situations where you have an opportunity to win or lose, where there are stakes that mean something to you, they don't have to be life or death stakes, but if you're not doing something where you have a chance of glory or a chance of failure, you are doing yourself a disservice. And I would say that for many guys who feel lost or feel like their character isn't strong or uh, they just don't know what to do, uh, a lot of the times you can look at their lives and they're, they're not finding things that challenge them. And I would say to any person who dates men, any woman who dates men, the worst thing you can do, and I would say this to parents of young men, the worst thing you can do is make the game easy. Sometimes the kindest thing, the best thing for a young man is to get his heart broken because then he learns, okay, here are the stakes, here's where I didn't live up. Here, it hurts like hell, but you know what? I'm never gonna let myself go, like, go soft like that again. I'm never gonna fail myself again. And so many stories of growth come from that. There's a reason why the idea of glory, whether it's in a, a comic book type story like 300 or in a, in a war film or, in, a, or in, in combat sports, like this idea of glory is so compelling to masculine individuals. Why? Because there's some primal uh, understanding, this primal recognition that being willing, this, this chase of glory you're, is, is a situation where you're putting yourself where there's stakes that matter. You're putting yourself in a situation where you're either going to be the victor or you're going to die trying. And like that, if you look at the movies that typically make men emotional, if you look at sports films like Rudy or, or Rocky or, or war films, Saving Private Ryan, 300 even gets some guys emotional. Um, these kinds of movies get guys emotional because it's triggering this primal part of our, our nervous system that recognizes that this is, this is what meeting a man means. This is how a man is useful to his family, to his tribe, to his society. He puts himself in the line of fire and he does the things that are risky.
And for an individual guy who's trying to develop his self-esteem or become a more useful person, become a leader, uh, become a role model, become someone that boys can look up to, it's not about winning. It's not about this like incessant obsession with winning every battle. I mean, that's its own insecurity. It's about being willing to put yourself in situations where you can win or lose, which really means being willing to lose. Like the winning part is the easy part. The putting yourself in a situation where you might lose, you might die on the hill, you might disappoint the woman who you think is the love of your life because you're just not good enough. Being willing to put yourself in situations where you can fail, that's what builds self-esteem. Even if you die, and this is where the whole piece around glory matters, even if you die on that hill, even if you disappoint the love of your life, even if you fail your family or your job or your country or whatever, whatever you've assigned meaning to, even if you fail, you know that you've actually put yourself in that situation where you're not one of the spectators, where you're not one of the boys who's afraid of collapsing the wave function of possibility, where you've actually done a thing where something real has happened. And unless you've actually physically died, there's always an opportunity to fight another day. And if connecting with your authentic masculinity is something that has challenged you, if separating the cultural narrative of what it means to be a man versus your individuated expression of masculinity has tripped you up or confused you in the past, I want to invite you to the Masculine Archetype Challenge. It's a 21-day challenge with 21 lessons and micro-missions that are designed to help you connect to your authentic masculine archetype, your testosterone-driven set of feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. You can access that at rwando.com archetype. And I've also created a new free training for any guy dealing with anxiety. Anxiety is the most base level experience of contraction in our nervous system. And as you probably know, if you've ever dealt with anxiety, it's very hard to do anything well when you're anxious. I created a 10 minute video that goes through three simple exercises that you can do right in those 10 minutes to eradicate anxiety from your life. Because if anxiety is the most contracted experience in your reality, abundance is the most expansive. And I want you to be abundant. So you can access that at rwando.com reality dash upgrade. All the links are below. If you want to subscribe, you can. But please check out my podcast instead and do some push-ups or something. Goodbye.